a new day. Come on, tell them, say, it's a new year, and there's some new things coming. Amen? Let's give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Come on. Let's give the praise and worship team a shout of praise as the Lord has used them mightily today in Jesus' name. God bless you. Real quick, we're going to show this video. Why don't you guys settle in? God's got a word for you today. We're going to talk about one word today. Everybody say one word. One word that's going to change your life. Check this out. experience the same frustrating results. False starts and failure. In fact, 50% of resolution makers will fail by the end of January. There has to be a better way. Instead of creating goals and resolutions, it's time to discover your one word for the entire year. No resolutions, just one word. Resolutions are rarely kept, and goals are easily forgotten. But one word sticks. One word creates clarity, focus, power, passion. One word meant for you will change your life. Find us, live it. Life will become more exciting and meaningful than Look in. Discover your word. Look out to live your word. Join thousands of people and hundreds of schools, businesses, churches, and sports teams who have found their one word. Discover the transformational power of your one word. One word changes everything. Everybody say one word. I'm telling you, you guys are you guys are embarking on something today that is going to be exciting. How many of you ever ever made a, a, re, a resolution, a New Year's resolution? Now, come on, let me see the hands. We like to do a little survey now and then. Okay, all right, that's good. Put those hands down. How many of you have ever completed that resolution to where you completed it? <laughs> we got one or two that might have been able to do it. And that's the thing. I want to share with you kind of how one word began to began to start. And we started it last year. Last year was the first year that we said we're going to talk about one word. How many of you know you can get one word from God and it'll change your life? You can get one word. When God speaks something to you, that one word can begin to change your life. And a lot of times I'd say, okay, I got to lose some weight or I got to live a better lifestyle. I got to make better choices. I got to do this. I got to do that this year. And I start out with my New Year's resolution. I mean, usually you make it on the New Year and then you get up the next day and you're on the go. You're taking stuff in your closet. Come on. You're taking stuff out of your pantry. You're saying, I'm going to eat right. I'm going to do away with this. I'm going to do away with that. I'm going to have this really going on and then how many of you know about six days maybe sometimes 10 days you look back and you're like oh I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this what happens is we begin to feel failure let me give you a couple of statistics nearly 206 million people they create new goals they create new resolutions they they and they also experience frustration frustration from the results, frustration from not being able to complete it. They get started and they stop. And how many of you know that's when the enemy comes in and says, oh, you're no good. You're a failure. I'm here to tell you you're not a failure. 
Turn to somebody and say, you're not a failure. Tell them. Come on, turn to somebody and you're not a failure. You're not a failure. I, I, told, I told some kids this way when we were coaching. I said, you may lose, but just because you lose a game or a match, it doesn't make you a loser. Come on, somebody. So we, we, we most resolutions, we forget about them come summertime. We're derailed, we give up, and we just say, you know, forget it. I'm not going to do that. And we deal with some of those emotions. One word is going to create a laser-like focus that'll last. One word can make a difference in your life. One word that when you get this one word, it can change everything in your life. How many of you know sometimes it's like, oh, I need to work on this, and I need to work on this, and I got to do better this, and I got to do this, and man, I need to do this, and sometimes I got 20 things that I'm trying to focus on, and I don't know about you. Shelly is definitely a multitasker, and she can do six or eight things at one time, but I'm like, give me one thing, and let me do one thing. Let me do one thing. And it, do I have anybody in here that's like me say amen? There's a, there's a few of us in here, isn't it? So it's that one word. Let's take a look at how we want you to be able to find that one word. Don't just take one because you hear it. We want you to really begin to focus. Here's your action plan. First thing you need to do is prepare your heart. We want to prepare your heart. Bob, let's bring that up. There you go. We want you to prepare your heart. How do I get a one word from God? How do I hear from heaven? I want to begin to prepare my heart. And in order to prepare your heart, you need to look in. Say, look in. Come on, everybody, look in. you got to look in. Look in. And here's a couple things that I want you to ask when you look in. First of all, you're going to need to unplug from the noise. You're going to have to get unplugged. I mean, that's hard. You can get into a place where you're in a silent place. You can go in to your bedroom or bathroom or living room or wherever it might be, and nobody be around, and you can turn the TV off. But how many of you know there may not be noise around you, but what's going on in your head? That's what happens to me. Me and my, my, my mind is going. <laughs> it's just going and 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 going. So what we want to do is have you get to that place where you can begin to unplug from the noise, not just around you, but from what's going on in your head. And here's what I want you to do. As you unplug from the noise and you get away from the distractions of life, you can begin to create an environment where you can begin to look in and you can begin to really listen, not with your head, but with your heart. And when you do that, there's a couple things we'd like to be able to have you do. First of all, unplug from the noise. The second thing is ask a few questions. Ask a few, few questions. You can get away from the computer. You can get away from the cell phone. You can get away from the TV. You can get away from the, the video games, iPads, all of those different things. You can get away from your to-do lists. Some of us that are the to-do list people, you get away from the to-do list, and you begin to start discovering what that one word is. Say one word. When this happens, you're going to be able to discover that one word for you. And there's three questions that I want you to ask yourself. Number one is, what do I need? When you get to that place and you begin to start looking and preparing your heart, you've got to say, what is it that I need? There's a difference between needs and there's a difference between wants. What is it that I need? The other thing that I want you to ask is, what's in my way? What's in my way? I'm going to use my word. My word is peace. Last year we had breakthrough, and I could go through and give you all of the things that we had breakthrough in, but it was very powerful. 
Now I'm saying, okay, what about what's in my way to have peace? Not just the absence of conflict, but peace in my heart that no matter what I'm going through, no matter what situations and circumstances I'm up against this year, that I can begin to have peace and walk through that in a way that is honoring to me, myself, honoring to the Lord, honoring to those that are around me. The third thing, what needs to go? If you could ask yourself, what do I need? What's in my way? What needs to go? Is there something in your life that you got to say, wait a minute, that, I, I got to do away with that. That's, that's not beneficial for me. That situation or circumstance or habit or whatever it might be, that thing, it's not beneficial for me. So the first thing you do is prepare your heart. Say prepare your heart. Or prepare your heart where you begin to look in. The second thing is you discover your word. And how you discover your word is looking up. You look up and you say, my heart is ready. I'm going to begin to plug in and listen. I'm going to look up and hear, God, your instructions for me. Let me give you a couple scriptures. Let's, if you've got your Bibles, you can turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 19. I want to read 1 Kings 19. If you, if you don't want to find it right now on your iPad or phone, let's look here. I've got it on the screen for you. And let's just begin to, to read this, and we'll begin to see how you can discover your one word by looking up and hearing from God. 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 through 13. And he said, Go out and stand before the mount of the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind rent the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of a, a still small voice. And then Elijah, what? The Bible says he heard the voice. He heard the voice. I want to focus just a minute on the still, small voice. Let's look at that. Bobby, next, next slide right there. A still, small voice. Say that. A still, small voice. Now, here's Elijah, and he's trying to contact God or, or get connection with God or saying, God, I just want to hear you. And Elijah was a man of God. God spoke to him. <clears throat> and he turned around, and he said, here it is. Here's the wind, but God was what? He wasn't in the wind, was he? And then there's an earthquake. Things are shaking. Anybody experienced? I think Oklahoma's experienced more earthquakes now than they have, or they've been able to record. They, who knows about many years ago before they were able to record that. But he wasn't in the earthquake. That ought to tell us something, that God's not creating an earthquake for you today. Hello? He's not in the wind. He's not in the earthquake. What else is he not in? He said, there's a fire. There's a fire. But God wasn't in the fire. But where was God and what was he doing? He was in the still, small voice. The Amplified Version of the Bible says it's a sound of gentle stillness. And when I, Elijah heard. So I want you to get to that place where you can say, okay, I've prepared my heart. I'm looking in. God, this is some things that, uh, obstacles in my way. Now I'm beginning to look up, and I want to discover, I want to hear from you. This can work for you. It will work for you if you even take these steps. And these are just steps. There's ways that some of you have already heard from the Lord. You just need a confirmation of what that is. Once you've prayed, you're ready to receive your word. How many of you know God has a word for you? 
God has a word for you. God's talking. We're just not listening. Or we're not understanding. Amen? God has a word for you. Tell somebody next to you, God has a word for you. Go ahead and tell them. Go ahead and tell them. Now, in your handouts today, when we gave you your bulletins today, in there was your card. Is it, everybody got a card? Can you hold it up? Just If you've got a card, just hold it up. I just want to, and those of you that do not have a card, just raise your hand and kind of wave it, and the ushers are going to give you a card. But we tried to make sure that we put this in your bulletin. Everybody got one? Everybody got one? Okay, you can put your cards down. Hold on to that. That is not for me. That is for you. That is for you. We had somebody that recently visited our house, and they were like, man, in their house they had this card, and it said breakthrough on it. And it was on the TV. It was on the refrigerator. It's on your front door. If you go to my house right now, it's still there. We haven't, we haven't changed our word yet until Shelly's got a different word than we had, that I have this year. So this was everywhere. It was by the microwave. It was on the refrigerator. You can find it on the mirror in our bathroom. That one word, that one word was in front of us. And that's what we want to do. We want to remember that God does want to communicate with you. He does want to communicate with you. He will reveal that word to you. Just ask him to reveal that word. When you do that, there's one, another question that I want, want you to look at and be able to ask him. And it's this. Ask this question to yourself or to God. What do you want to do in me and through me? How many of you know if we focus on one word instead of 20 different things, that we can operate in a change and be changed and transformed more in the image and in the likeness of God? How many of you know, I don't know, I'm, those of you that are multitaskers, you might be able to say, hey, that's not a problem. I know Tatum's a multitasker. She can do a bazillion things at one time, <laughs> can't she, huh? Yeah, you know, but, but if you get to that place where you just focus on one word, what's that one word? What is that one word for you this year? What is that one word that you can now begin to look at the definition, look at Bible scriptures, and see that one word? What's in that one word? Maybe one of you, maybe somebody in here today, that word is hope. And you begin to start looking through the scriptures, and you look at every time there's hope, every time there's hope, every time there's hope, you begin to see that there's hope. You begin to see that hope is, is anchored to Christ. You can begin to see the hope, the hope of God. You can begin to see where that hope is. That's that one word. It's that one word. If you're able to take that one word, and you took that one word, and you thought about and meditated on that one word, what it means to you, the biblical principles that God has in that word, how it can begin to change your life. I'm telling you, we're going to look different next year than we are this year. Can I get an amen? Oh, come on, somebody. Can I get an amen? Amen. We, if you focus on that, if you focus on that one word, it will begin to make a difference. So we've had the ushers. You've got, we've got this one word for you so you can begin to open up and hear what God is saying to you on that one word. And then when you get that word, write it down on this card. Now, we've got some also other, other action that we're wanting you to do. Begin to find definitions. Some of you may, how many of you like poetry? There's some really cool poems that you can begin to read, and you find that one word in a poem. You get that poem in, in you. There's scriptures with that. You get that poem in you, and that one word will make a difference in your life. Everybody say one word. So that's that one word. We begin to prepare our heart, meaning you look in. We begin to prepare what? Discover your word, meaning we look up. And guess what? Now you live the word. Everybody say live the word. Come on, louder. Everybody. 
Live the Word. Oh, oh, what's the name of this church? Living Word. Oh, hmm. You know why? Because it came from Hebrews 4.12. That's where the name of the church came from. That's where we are. James says it this way. How many of you know James was a living word? <laughs> he lived the word. He says, faith without what works is dead. He's saying, you know what? Live this word in you. When you get the principles of the word of God, you begin to live that. And as you live your word, you begin to look out. Once you discovered that word, now it becomes to you a living word. And that's this month's scripture that you'll see in the bathroom, you'll see around in the hallway. It's Hebrews 4.12. It's the living word. And that's what, our, what our, the church is founded on, that scripture itself. And that's where that name come, uh, comes from. Again, this is where the rubber meets the road. You can begin to prepare your heart and look in yourself. You can begin to discover your word and begin to look up and say, okay, what is it, God? And God gives it, but how many of you know really, truly living it is what's going to make a difference in your life? We want to be, be people that apply the word in our lives. I've always been one that if we need to ask forgiveness, we'll ask forgiveness. Because we want to live the word. If we've made a mistake and know we've made a mistake, we'll admit we made a mistake. And live the word of God in our lives. Again, this is where it meets the road. So it, whatever gets your attention gets your focus. Let me say that again. Whatever gets your attention gets your focus. We have, you've heard me teach that whatever you, if you always do what you've always done, You'll always get what you've always got. Now, if you like where you're at and what you're doing, then stay there. But if you want change, if you want something different, then you're going to have to do something different. And to me, as I look at this and I think about what I meditate on, I become. What I think about. How many of you know when you think about the things and the principles and the Word of God, you become that. Somebody was like, I want to be like Jesus. Well, you can become like Jesus. We can love like Jesus. We can forgive like Jesus. We can operate like Jesus. We can pray for other. Come on, somebody, and be that way of Jesus because that's how God wants to represent Jesus in the earth is through you. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're important. Turn to your other neighbor and say, you're important. Come on, tell your neighbor you're important. So we want to get this word. I want to get this word in front of me. I want to get this word in front of me. If you get it in front of you, if you get it in front of you, there it is, there it is, there it is, there it is. How many of you have ever bought a new car? Anybody? Or new to you? How about that? Anybody bought a new car? It should be all of us, new to us. And how many of you thought, well, I got this unique car in Woodward. Nobody else has a blue truck. And then you start driving that car, and you're like, ooh, there's one, there's another one, there's another one, there's another one, there's another one, oh, there's another one. I thought, there was, I, thought I was unique. I thought I had the only one. Man, I'm driving this car, and it's a unique car. And then you find out there's a bunch more out there. You know why? Because you didn't see it before. When you take this one word, say one word, 
When you take this one word and you hear it's from God, then that's your word. You don't have to move on. Well, is it not my word? Is it, I don't know. Pastor Shelley's got a cool word. Maybe I'll take her word. Well, Tatum, Tatum's got a different word. Maybe I'll take her word. No, no. When you've heard it's from God, mine's peace. I'm not moving off of it. Mine's peace. I'm going to get me some peace this year. Come on, somebody. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at that. I'm going to read the scriptures. I'm going to find that. I'm going to see that. Would you play? Uh, Susan? Susan in here? Okay. Would you play? Would you come and play? So it's, it's one word. When it gets your attention, then you do something with it. Now, how many of you know that's true? Just the opposite. Out of sight, out of mind. It's out of sight. It's out of mind. But you start, you come in my house, definitely after today. You can go in my house right now. I can take you to my house, and you can see breakthrough all over the place. How many of y'all watch a little TV and watch a little ball game this afternoon maybe or something, you know, a little TGI or some, I don't know, some other shows? On my TV is my word. Because if I ever look at the TV, we play music through our TV. We have worship coming through our TV. And I can look at that word all the time. There's constant reminders. You can, I, I sat in my recliner. Well, it's our couch. Actually, it's not a recliner. But I sat in that seat, and I looked around, and I thought, where can I look and see that one word? I wanted to know that everywhere I was, if I walked into a room, I could see it somewhere. If I went out of a room into another room, I could almost see it another one. That if I'm, if I'm in the bathroom and I'm looking in the mirror, that I could see that one word. I can even see the one word as a reflection because Shelly's got it on her mirror, and her mirror is behind mine. It's one word. Are you ready for one word to change your life? Put it in your kitchen. Put it on your desk. Put it in your screensaver. Paint a sign with it. Maybe you need to put a sign in your backyard and, and you go out and water the flowers and there's your one word of hope saying that's there. What about a song? See, this is endless. We can go to a song and take a song and say, this one song reminds me of that one word. That one word can make a difference in my life. So here's what we need to do. One word will bring you change. One word. Maybe some of you have done this New Year's resolution thing. And maybe it's worked for you, but the statistics that I just saw today, it hasn't worked for many. But this one word will create laser-like focus in your life. You want a breakthrough? You want to be at a different place next year than you were this year? There was one person that was growth and another person that it was intimacy. Right outside, when you go up, you can look on this wall, and there's all these one words. Right here by the sound booth, we're going to put all the words right here. So when you walk in that sanctuary, you can begin to see that one word. What is it, that word, that God will put in your heart? And we're asking you to put on this card. This card is for you to take home. I put lines on the back of it, so I, my memory's kind of short. Shelly sends me to the grocery store and says, don't forget to get bread and milk. And I come home with bread, and she's like, where's the milk? <laughs> I just have to laugh at that because that's sometimes I forget. So what I did is on my breakthrough card of last year, I actually wrote on the front of it, but I made some notes on the back of it. So when I received a breakthrough, I wrote it down because how many of you know, Kate, I could get a breakthrough in January and December, forget all about it. God can do something amazing in your life. And just like these memorial stones that are up here, they were left as a reminder. 
you can write that down as a reminder. Will you do this one word? Will you join us? One word will make a difference in your life. The next step we're asking you to do is when you hear from the word, is we've got a table sitting over here. Look, everybody look, see that? It says build your one word. We're asking you to take that one word, go over there, and there's magic markers and colors and all this other stuff, and put that one word on those cards. And when you filled it out, put it in that basket because we're going to put it all on the end of this sound booth. As you walk in, you'll be able to see your one word. So it'll be a constant reminder, even when you come to church, I got hope. There's hope. No, you don't understand what my day was like yesterday. There isn't any hope. And then you come to church and you see that sign and it says hope. And you go, oh yeah, yeah, there's hope. There's hope for me. There's hope for me. There's hope for my situation. There's hope from what I'm going through. Some of you may have faith, and you're like, your faith is wavering, and you come into church, and you see that one word, and you see that word that says faith, and you wrote it, and we put it there. And you can say, wait a minute, what's going to happen? It's going to rise up in you. Stand up on your feet today. Everybody say one word. That'll change my life. We want to encourage you today to find that word. We're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're going we're gonna to mention that one word. We're going to focus on your different words that you put in. We've even talked about in our leadership meeting about putting the definition of certain words each, each week or on the bulletin or whatever it might be so you can come in and it might be yours this week. And you can look and see the definition of those things. Let's find that one word. And let's discover that one word. Let's hear from God and then do what? Let's live that one word. And somebody can say, man, Pastor Eric, how come, how come you didn't get all upset? How come you didn't get agitated when this was happening and that was happening? And it's because I'm finding peace. I'm operating in peace. In my word, peace, it says the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. My heart and my mind. That's my word. Let us pray for you today. Father, we know that Abraham got one word from you, and it was go. We know that Peter, when he stepped out of the boat, he said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. And you said, one word, come. And Peter stepped out of that boat, and he walked on water because of that one word. Father, help us know and understand our one word today. Help us know and understand and realize our one word. Let, it, let us position ourselves to hear from you what that word is. And then let us live that word out. Father, I thank you for those that already have their word, that they can go even today and begin to, to put that word, write that word down, and get that word in everything that they do. And I thank you over the next few weeks that you speak to us with that one word. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Let's give the Lord some praise in the house today. Amen. We bless you. We thank you for coming today. If you're visiting with us today, we want to welcome you. Come back. Wednesday night we have a gathering at 630. We'd love to have you. Listen, be blessed. Go forth. Hang on. Richard's got something he wants to